Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 13th of October. I'm Grady Wolf, market analyst at Bell Direct. This is the weekly market update. The global rally that started the week on global markets was driven by the price of oil surging 5% on concerns of a prolonged war between Hamas and Israel. While no immediate impact is felt on the oil supply and demand front from the Hamas attacks on Israel, global economies are factoring in prolonged periods of geopolitical tensions, which cause the price of oil to surge. Companies with exposure to the region of Israel were also sharply sold off earlier in the week, with Webit Nano falling 9% on the ASX before regaining 6% after confirming its operations in Israel were unaffected by the attacks. It wasn't the same story for Energian though, which tanked over 20% on Monday, despite the company announcing that supply, production and work offshore would continue after the attack on Israel, where it operates in the northern region of the country, was not currently under attack. The price of oil retreated 3% later this week on signals that Israel Hamas's war effect on oil flows and output will remain limited. The New York Times reported that U.S. intelligence shows Iran was surprised by Hamas's attacks, thus potentially reducing the chance of additional sanctions on Iranian oil. OPEC Plus leader Saudi Arabia also reiterated its support for rebalancing oil markets this week. The price of oil rose immediately after the initiation of attacks, despite neither Israel nor the Gaza Strip being significant oil producers. The reason prices rose was due to fear that the conflict would lead to wider regional instability and have further repercussions for the Middle East, which is home to some of the world's largest oil producers, including Saudi Arabia and Iran. Reports of a material stimulus package to be announced in China in the form of an at least one trillion won package boosted local miners on the ASX later this week. The expectations of a further stimulus stemmed out of the rare mid-year revision to the China's national budget to include higher stimulus by raising the country's budget deficit for 2023. The reports from Bloomberg suggest the world's second largest economy is weighing new stimulus to meet the annual growth target by increasing funding on water conservancy, projects, building packages and more. And we are now seeing the release of first quarter FY24 trading updates, which had investors making some clear moves this week. Air New Zealand fell 3% after providing initial earnings guidance for the first half. The airline said that the context of uncertain economic environment and assuming average jet fuel prices remained elevated at 110 US dollars a barrel for the remainder of the first half, Air New Zealand currently expects earnings before tax for the first half to be between the range of 180 million New Zealand dollars and 230 million New Zealand dollars, indicating lower earnings compared to the 299 million New Zealand dollars expected for the same period last year. The softer outlook comes despite travel demand soaring post-pandemic, indicating rising costs are weighing on Air New Zealand's margins. Redbubble also soared 27.1% on Thursday after the global online art printed merchandise marketplace posted a return to positive underlying cash flow in the latest quarter, with underlying cash flow of $700,000, which is an increase on the, of $16 million on the prior corresponding period and up $5.5 million on Q4 FY23. Redbubble also strengthened its cash balance from $4.2 million 
at June 30, 2023 to $39.9 million at 30th of September 2023. And Tab Corp fell 6% on Thursday after reporting Q1 FY24 results, including revenue falling 6.1% on the PCP, while gaming and services revenue declined 12.7% following the company's sale of EBIT. One positive note in the first quarter for Tabcorp, though, was a 1% growth in digital turnover against softer market conditions. Locally from Monday to Thursday, the ASX 200 added 1.97% as global markets rallied on boosted investor sentiment around easing inflation and a more dovish interest rate outlook in the US. Tech stocks led the charge locally with the sector rising 4.9% while utility stocks added 4.72% and the energy sector lifted 4.02% on that rising price of oil. The winning stocks on the ASX 200 over the four trading days were led by Core Lithium's soaring 14.3% after City upgraded the lithium miner to a neutral rating. Pexa Group rose 13.4% over the four trading days and Nickel Industries added 12.68%. On the losing end, CSL lost almost 5% while Fisher & Paykel Healthcare shed 4.6% and Tabcorp fell 4.2%. On the broader market, the All Lords of the All Lords, 5E Advanced Materials rocketed 38% after receiving approval for step rate testing to commence on October the 9th. Aeris Resources soared 30.30% and Lithium Power International added 25.76% on takeover speculation. At the other end of the All Lords, Rhythm Biosciences tanked over 40% while Boat Longyear Group fell 19.13% and Tiger's Realm Coal came under pressure, falling at 16.7%. The most traded stocks by Belderac clients from Monday to Thursday were Regis Healthcare, Qantas, Aussie Broadband, Bank of Queensland, CSL, Premier Investments, BHP and Woodside Energy. Clients also bought into Pilbara Minerals while taking profits from ANZ. And on the diversification front, the most traded ETFs were led by Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF, Vanguard Diversified Balanced Index ETF and Global X Ultra Short NASDAQ 100 Hedge Fund. Looking at the week ahead, the RBA meeting minutes will be released on Tuesday, which will give Aussie investors an insight into the rate outlook from Australia's central bank. Overseas, UK unemployment rate data is out on Tuesday, with the forecast for the rate to remain at 4.3%, while in the US, retail sales data for September is also out on Tuesday, with the expectation of a 0.3% rise down from 0.6% growth in August. And that's all we have time for today. Have a wonderful weekend and As always, happy investing.